Hey Solomon, this is J. Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. And so you become mom, you become dad, you become the career mom, you become the manager, you become all these different personalities all rolled up into this one individual that's, you know, carrying so much responsibility. Tired, weary, frustrated. What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solo Mom's Talk, I discuss with solo mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solo mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this battle Today I'm speaking with Helena Smola. Thanks for coming and speaking with me today, Helena. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you for, for inviting me, Jen. Yes, Thank of you. course. Yes. <laughs> I always ask my guests, tell me who, tell me who you are. Absolutely. First and foremost, again, thank you for for having me as a guest on on Solo Moms. My name is Helena Smolak. I'm from, born and raised in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. It was there that I I started my fitness career for 39 beautiful years. And in 94, I moved to British Columbia, Canada to escape the, the, the cold minus 40 weather in Ottawa. And been on the West Coast since then. And in 2012, I met my amazing husband. And now I live with him in Blaine, Washington, USA. USA. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. I I, uh, I came to British Columbia too for the weather and it, it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so cold, right? 
It's so, when I left Ottawa, because we have what, it's dry, cold in out east, eastern Canada, mm-hmm. United States. Yeah. And when I moved to BC, I thought, yay, no more snow. Oh my goodness. <laughs> my first year, it snowed. And I don't know if I, you know where Granville Street is. All mm-hmm. the buses were backed up. They couldn't get up that little hill on Granville Street. I thought, oh my gosh. But yeah. yes, it's damp. It's very damp on the West Coast. And I mm-hmm. found it much more colder. Yes, yes, definitely. Oh, okay. Thank you for sharing that. I always like to wa- use that as a warm up, you know? Yeah. So you. You told me you're a solo mom and this is solo mom's talk. So tell us how you became a solo mom. Well, first I was a solo mom. I guess it was, geez, time flies. I think it was 2005. Yes, 2005. You know, becoming a solo mom is not exact. I think it takes a while to think about that. You know, before you admit this is not working. It's just not working. And so you develop these fear factors that run through your mind on, mm-hmm. on how, how are, are you going to survive, right? Because all of a sudden you're wearing these different hat, added hats that, you know, just yeah. you thought you wouldn't be wearing. And so you become mom, you become dad, you become the career mom, you become the manager, you become all these different personalities all rolled up into this one individual that's, you know, carrying so much responsibility. And so when I made that decision to finally admit, okay, gotta, gotta be happy, right? The most important thing, my important message out there to anybody that is experiencing disharmony in the environment don't think that your children are not listening Mm. or they're not seeing what's going on. Yes. They are absorbing everything and they begin to act it out, you know, through, through behavior and it affects them just as much as it's affecting you. So, you know, it affects them in behavior, their emotional stability, mental stability. It affects their schooling, how they relate with other children as well, how they develop friendships. So for me, it was, it was one day, you know, I worked full time and obviously he didn't. And so walked into the house and the house was upside down, kids running in and out of the place. And then I was asked what's for dinner, not for my, my child. So I thought, no, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I thought, okay, no, this, this is not the way to live. You know, because mm. I, I deal with customers all day long. You're going to get different personalities come in and, you know, they're going to affect you in different ways. Some people will, be grumpy some people will be so friendly with you and then you go home to what's for dinner and you go okay I've just dealt with the general public I'm exhausted and no you're going to make dinner so it was that moment I thought enough you know I might as well do this on my own right and I'm certain there's a lot of women out there that that think the same way but you become so fearful. Well, how am I going to carry all this 
responsibility. It is not easy. And I, you know, completely agree with that. But your sanity is more important as well as your children's sanity. Most important, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. It was that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think, too, what's very important is to maintain a peaceful resolution to the separation. You know, don't get the kids involved. Don't blame the kids and, you know, make it peaceful as much as possible. Sometimes it doesn't happen that way. And that's normal. You know, some people just want to get, make it harder for the other individual, make it harder for the children. The one strategy I used was, you know what, this is not working. You have a month to find your own place and let's just keep it between the adults and not to bring child in in between and cause riffraff because that's stressful, right? Dealing with an individual that's just not going to be on the same wavelength as you. And I was very lucky. Yeah. It it was very peaceful. You know, it was good. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And and yes, it's it's not an easy call to make, you know, especially if it's your decision to, to go down that path. And there's never an easy answer to what to do. You know, and unless he's beating you to the pulp. But yes, there's a lot of responsibility associated with being a solo mom. And sometimes we we take it on, right? We absorb it and internalize it and just destroy ourselves as solo moms, right? So can you tell me what was your yeah. biggest challenge? I, I saw that the picture you painted of walking in on the chaos and being asked for dinner, I saw that, right? But tell us after after that, because that's challenge, that's big challenge. And, and so uh, tell us what your big, your biggest challenge was after making that decision. Well, you know, Jen, I, I come from a family... You know, my parents own restaurants in Ottawa. I'm I'm the eldest of five kids. Now, before my brothers came along, I was responsible for myself and my, my two sisters, my siblings. So it, it wasn't hard for me to make that snap decision because I thought I'm employed. And it was at the crossroads where I, I was working part-time, but then I had a job offer to work full-time to manage a gym, making a good salary. So whether it was divine mm-hmm. guidance, I made sure, and I, I and I recommend this to any single mother out there, to remain anchored. Because once, when we think of the pillars, right? Pillars can crumble and fall. Well, as a human being, especially us women, we can crumble and fall as well. So you need to develop Mm -hmm. that foundation. Anchor yourself. Keep your feet on the ground. Do not lift them up and and feel like you're floating. And I I know it's hard. It's, It's difficult, especially if you're coming from out of a very abusive relationship. When I say abuse, physical abuse, I've, I've gone through that. I've, I've been in a shelter with other women that were much worse off. So when I thought about my situation, I thought, oh my gosh, you know, at least I'm, I'm, I'm like this, uh, a foundation. I'm just, okay, I've got to make this work for myself 
and most importantly, my child. So when I made that effort mm-hmm. to make that decision, when I walked into the tornado, we'll call it the tornado because that's exactly what it is, right? It's it's like this. <laughs> this yeah, right. And you just go, mm-hmm. oh my. So the most important thing for me was reflecting as well um, about my grandmother on my mother's side, who back in the day, now let's think about this. In the villages where she lived in Lebanon, where she grew up, you don't dare leave your husband. Back in those days, you do not. Mm -hmm. You take all the abuse, and for the community's sake, you remain together. You don't want people talking Mm -hmm. bad about you, right? But she Mm -hmm. heard my my aunt, and she left. Now, can you imagine what Mm -hmm. my grandmother faced? So, Mm -hmm. but... You know, the point of this conversation is when I was growing up, she would sit all the girls in a circle and tell us, you never let a man hit you. You never let a man talk bad at you or hit the children. He has to respect you because you, you cook, you clean, you have the babies and all that, you know. And so I had to reflect on that, that one day I thought my grandmother would not stand for this. So that was my mm-hmm. my foundation right that was where yeah. i i anchored myself those words resonated through my whole being and i thought oh my gosh grandma would not stand for this so that was my my point my turning point and yeah. Yeah. one of the things you know when we, when we think about that journey of being alone, right? Nobody wants to be alone. It's, it's reality, mm. it, but you're not alone. You're, you've got your children Yeah, and, and yeah. you need to think about yeah. your children, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I, I grasped that those words from my grandmother and I also had faith. Now, however you want to look at it, whether you believe in God, Jesus, Lakshmi, Ganesh, you know, you go to a Buddhist temple, whatever, find that anchor because that's your foundation. That's what's going to keep you strong. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge part of my journey was anchoring myself, having my downtime, allowing myself to, yes, be disappointed that, wow, you know, here I am. And on the last day that his father left he found his own place he took everything he left a pot on the stove for us mm-hmm. <laughs> and so i i you know i have to laugh about it now because when you reflect on that and where i've gone through i laugh about it because i didn't fail i did not allow myself to fail yeah now not everybody feel and think this way because especially if there's abuse right that's a whole different journey all right thank you i i find a lot of similarities between our stories but i won't get into that right now i want to talk about your you know what you do as a career and so tell us about your training and your training program 
how you got into that? What led you to a career in being an athlete and doing athletic training? Well, it started back in, actually, I can honestly reflect back into my childhood, my youth years. I was more self-driven. So my parents worked a lot. And so, like I said earlier, I was responsible for myself and my two siblings. And the school was like just down the street from our house. So it was so convenient to stay after school and, and take part in softball, volleyball, soccer. So it, it started from there. And then it just followed me into high school where at Woodruff High School, I was on the track team, but we also played volleyball and we competed around the city. So at that point, my, my career, actually, the, the only thing I ever thought of becoming was a criminal lawyer. That's all I ever talked about. And that's all mm -hmm. I read about because I was so determined on that career. Now in grade 13 um, in Ontario, I don't know if they still have it, but it's like your pre-university year. And so I thought, you know what, I don't want to spend the whole day in school because it's, you know, Past grade 12, you just go, okay, enough all day having, <laughs> sitting in a class all day long. So what I asked for was to gain work experience, but then gain credits through that work experience. So mm -hmm. they, I was placed in the court criminal division in Ottawa. And so I navigated through the system, learned a lot about, you know, our wonderful country and its criminal laws and, and all that lovely stuff. And they must have known that I'm Miss Softy because they put me in a court case, which was actually a murder case. And mm. it was, you know, I sat there, I was about 18 and I, you know, they bring out all the evidence and you just, and the photos, because, you know, they take photos of crime scenes. And I just went, oh my goodness, what if this was a child? And then, you, you know, I'm sitting there listening to the story of how this murder manifested. And I thought, mm -hmm. wow, can I handle this? Listening to the human condition and how they can, how, how we can destroy each other. Um, and I thought, I can't do this. So it was at that point, I did have a part-time job with a local gym. And again, it was down the street from where we lived. And I taught aerobic classes, high impact, low impact, aquafit. I put women on weight training programs as well. And there it was staring at me in the face, my, my fitness career. <laughs> yeah. It was like, God was saying, you know, you know what? I don't think you're going to be a criminal lawyer. You're not built for that. They're more built to help people mm. with their health and wellness. So I was so grateful that that was on my path because when you hit that fork, you go, which road am I going to take? Right. So yeah, there I was, yeah. there I was yeah. bouncing, I was taking 15 classes a week and uh, it just grew. It, it came to me. So yeah, that, that was the journey. Since then, it, my career has grown into management, corporate consulting, you know, offering personal training services. I've owned studios as well. So it's, it, it's been so rewarding because I've helped so many people. 
And it, yes, was, it did yes. begin with helping women because I did work at Catherine's Lady Fitness in Ottawa, which was a huge fitness facility. So it, it's been a wonderful journey and I want to continue it. This fork now is master athlete. So I am 57. I am not mm. <laughs> 60 anymore. My body, oh, I have a lot of energy. I had a good, tough workout earlier and I thought, Hey, this is what 57 looks like. And I just, I was just moving my body. Like, like, yeah, yeah. like I was, 16, you know, doing the moves that my body knows with high impact, yes. low impact movement. And yes. just up here, right? It's mm -hmm. how you look at life. Yeah. I'm 57. Am I going to run around and say, oh my gosh, I can't do it. I'm 57. Oh my gosh. Oh, no, you, you're not going to accomplish anything with that tr train of thought. So mm -mm. motivation, right? Yes. Yes. Thank you. I, I'm a strong proponent of going with purpose, you know, in whatever you do in life, whether it's for money or not. And sometimes we miss our purpose because we're so intent, we're so bent and going after what we want. Right. And, right. and in your right. case, you, you recognize that. Because you could have said, well, you know, working in a gym, you know, oh, who wants to work in a gym? I want to be a, you know, but, but you looked at that and yeah. So it's funny how, how often we miss our calling because we just couldn't see. Yeah. So yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I can look at it in the sense that my grandfather, and I have looked at it this way, on my mother's side, his lineage, actually, he was a healer. So I watched him. Hello, Solar Moms. Do you want an easy and proven way to experience better mood and less anxiety? Even if you think you're too busy with work and family responsibilities, you owe it to yourself to take care of your mental health. Join my easy five-day gratitude journaling challenge. Studies show that writing down what you're grateful for increase positivity, improve your mood, and help you sleep better. Sleep better? Better sleep? Oh my goodness. But that's only the beginning. Give yourself the gift of better mental health. Learn how you can incorporate gratitude journaling into your life without added stress or overwhelm. Click the link below to sign up for this challenge now and get a free 100-page gratitude journal printable just for signing up. Join the challenge today because your mental health is too important to ignore. He would have so many people go to him and he would do the laying of hands. This is what we call it in Reiki. Mm -hmm. I'm a Reiki master as well. So laying of, okay. of hands wherever there's pain in the, the individual's body or there's blockage, you lay your hands there. Mm -hmm. And and so I watched that as a child. And so I realized that that's the journey that I'm to be on. And when you recognize that journey and you, you hone into it, everything else starts to flourish. Like for mm -hmm. example, you know, I, I was manager and, and partner at Body Moves in Ottawa. I was on television in Ottawa. So when people see that sparkle, that passion that you have, 
and helping others, especially with attaining optimal health, people know that. They recognize it and they go, wow, she really cares about me. She really recognizes yeah. that, you know, I, I need help in this area, whether it's nutrition, strength, flexibility, cardio, you know, people feel that vibe from you and, mm -hmm. and it, you accept everybody, right? It's not yes. specific to yeah. one individual or one type of ind individual. It's yeah. everybody. And uh, when you share that vibe, it gets picked up right away. Mm -hmm. You know, there's nothing worse than going to a personal trainer who's, you know, full of themselves. And I've had clients <laughs> come to me because they've gone to trainers that they're looking more in the mirror than watching their own client. Right. So people feel that and they see it. Yes. Yes. And I can relate to the, you know, the personal trainers that just don't have your interests at heart. They just come with their preconceived plan and not mm -hmm. realizing that, you know, they're not looking at a 20 year old male, you know, you're looking at a 50 year old woman. It's totally different. Yeah. So I can relate. Yeah. Women, this is the thing. Women are, we are built differently. Our system is different. It operates differently. And so, you know, and I'm not saying I'm not trying to dodge any male trainers out there. Everybody's gifted in their own special way, but there's nothing worse than hearing when a client comes to you from someone else and they say, well, I've been on fat burners. Well, that's not mm -hmm. the answer, right? Mm -hmm. The answer mm -hmm. is to balance out your hormones. Now for single moms, let's think about this. We are, again, wearing the many hats. We have different responsibilities and mm -hmm. we can be very emotional. So this is, again, finding that anchor, your foundation, plant your feet and prioritize things. First of all, yeah. most importantly, you need to take care of yourself mm -hmm. and not just physically, mentally yeah. and emotionally. Allow yourself to go through the motion of that loss. Because really, yeah. when, when you do decide to be on your own, you've lost that other individual to be with you. Mm -hmm. You've made that decision to maintain a new life with your children. So find your foundation, anchor yourself, find moments of peace. That is so important. I've had to do that every day, every day. Yes. My son's yes. on his own now. But when he was with me, it was, you know, he'd go off to bed. And I would find my peace because if you don't find that, if you get wrapped up in, you know, listening to your boss, listening to the customers and not everybody's going to be nice to you, you know, and there's mm -hmm. always that, that um, misconception of single moms too. We, we tend to have, yeah. to get bad raps, you know, oh, you're by yourself. Yeah. Well, what happened? Right. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Well, what happened is I decided to take control of my situation. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, and there's nothing wrong with taking control of the situation. You try to find that peaceful resolution within yourself. You need mm -hmm. it to do, you know, light up a candle incense and just close my eyes and just breathe, recenter, 
release. And I would go through my day. I would think, okay, this person, you know, put me in a bad mood during the day because whatever issue they were having. So you just clear that all out because the next day you have to deal with it again, or hopefully you don't have to deal yep. with it. Yeah. So constant clearing, constant balancing yourself, breathing and paying attention to what's going on with your, your child or your children. That yeah. is so important, right? Yes. One of the things I established with my son was family discussion. So we would sit down after dinner and talk about how his day was and how my day was. Yeah. One of the things I said prior to the discussions was, you can say whatever you want to me. And it's same with me. I can say whatever I want to you. And I tell you, <laughs> there were days when, oh, I was, you know, <laughs> I would have to swallow what he was saying to me because sometimes he'd be insulting me. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, why is he talking this way to me? But, but I had <laughs> to maintain that anchor because he needed mm -hmm. to speak, he needed to say, mom, this is bothering me, da, 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 right? And I allowed, yeah, it. Yeah. I allowed communication because if you don't do that, what can happen yeah. is you can have the friends starting to influence and sometimes they're not making mm -hmm. the best friends, right? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Awesome. I, I love the idea of the anchor because I see where it helps and it can help the solo mom three ways. So one way you mentioned was you're using your grandmother's experience and your relationship with her. You learn that you didn't have to take stuff that, you know, didn't benefit right. you or your children. And so it, it made the, it made the decision to leave more palatable, right? You didn't anchor down and take more mm -hmm. because you were scared because you had that anchor, right? I want to get in. Right. I want to reiterate it because I think it's very important. The second way you did it was yeah. in your career, right? You had that experience. And that's why I think parental experience is so important to children because the, the effect, the negative effect is far reaching and, and we don't understand that. Right. You know, we don't understand it until maybe we're in a situation where we are solo parenting. Then we realize how much of the crap we got from or didn't get from our parents infiltrate into how we parent our kids. Right. So I'm very interested in the anchor, you know, analogy that you run. I saw it help you in your career. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can develop that. And then I teach this to corporate women and I've, okay. I've teach it to clients, you know, mm -hmm. it's a system that you need to mentally develop. And yes. the problem with us women is we are put in a situation of fight or flight, right? Stress. Mm-hmm. We yes. automatically get emotional and mentally we become weak. Now, yes. when, when my grandmother used to describe what happened to her in, in that little village that she grew up in, I mean, right away, 
I, I recall the way her body would change. She would just get up and she would put her hands on her hips and take charge of teaching us. Mm-hmm. You don't let anybody, you don't let a man, you know, anybody, whether it's a male yes. or a female, nobody should be abused or, or yes. belittled or treated in a way that they're feeling insignificant. So mm-hmm. that anchor for me, her body language changed, her facial expression would change, you know, and she would become so passionate yeah. about what she was teaching her granddaughters. So for me, yeah. I feel blessed for that. Uh, now, not yeah. everybody has experienced that. One of the things I always felt was that I can do whatever is put in front of me. As long as I am anchored, I believe that this is why I said you need to find something like whether it's God, whether it's Jesus, you know, sit down in your quiet time when you're not, you know, your children aren't around you, they're in bed, you don't have anything else distracting you. You need to go inside and and reflect what mm-hmm. brought you to that that space of being yes. a single parent yeah i also recommend talking to someone if you need to if it's too much you need mm-hmm. to speak to somebody Round yes. yourself this is the one thing i made sure of that i was surrounded by friends that were humble and mm-hmm. we had a great time together so i would invite friends over i would have dinner parties, you know, so, so that your children, my child would see, oh, we're, we're having fun. Right. So, so you're not always feeling down, you know, surround yourself yeah. with those individuals that are going to lift you up and they're going to love you and support you and not, this is so important. Don't be around people that are going to judge you. Right? Single moms, yeah. even dads, they get judged. Oh, must be a yes. loser. Oh, must be, I don't want to say the B yeah. word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you don't want that around you. So surround yourself with people that are just going to embrace you and say, you're doing great. Keep going. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. that's what I did. And, and my son yes. saw that and people would look at my son and say, oh, he's such a beautiful young man. He's so smart. And, and it's because I made sure he was able to communicate to me. I was able to communicate with him. He saw mm-hmm. that I worked. You know, he understood mom's the manager. She's like the boss. Da, da, da. <laughs> Yes, um, yes. And there are, yeah. there are so many successful single mothers out there as well. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. Well, we have to kind of wonder the, the new way, this new, I think the statistics are much higher mm-hmm. with people yeah. counting. And the reason yeah. why I say that is because in 1990. 96, I believe, myself and a group of individuals in Vancouver, we did a uh, short film on love in the 90s. And so what Mm. we did was we looked at the demographics of and statistics 
of single parents. And in British Columbia alone, there were more single mothers out of all of the rest of Canada. Vancouver mm -hmm. had the highest number, statistically speaking, of single moms. So I don't know what the what it is now, but mm -hmm. it was interesting to look at that. Yeah, there, there, there are a lot all over. And I, I think they yeah. get miscounted for different reasons. And I saw right. one person posted on Facebook that they uh, they didn't consider themselves a single mom because, you know, well, dad was in the picture. So <laughs> and I'm like, oh, girl, you're so single. But anyway, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, yeah, that, yeah, it, exactly is, it is. You need yeah. to decipher or understand, hey, am I, I'm in this relationship and you know, you're, you're doing everything, but you're, you're not together. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So why are we even together? And it's yeah. not just that it's, it's responsibilities, right? There has to be 50, mm -hmm. 50. You have to respect yeah. each other to know well, he works, she, you know, I work, you know, you gotta, and my situation too was, it, it was like a roller coaster, you know, up, down yeah. and around, <laughs> you mm -hmm. just go, mm -hmm. okay, stop this roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's not Because, fair. you know, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, as much as we'd like to disagree, the kids are anchored to mom. You know, they're, I to use your terminology, they're anchored to mom, you know? Yes. And if that's not yeah. anchored to them, then you you are mothering solo most of the time, you know, that's right. So, <laughs> I mean, we go, we go on with this conversation forever, but it, it is what it is, you know, so. Exactly. I don't yeah. think it was so yeah. prevalent in my grandmother's time or, you know, I don't think there was a high level of single parents only because mm -hmm. like yeah. I said, you know, the community, you don't, you don't do such a thing. You stay and mm -hmm. go through those motions, but it's not healthy. So. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, this is an interesting conversation. I, I think we should do more of it, but I want you to tell me about this velocity athletic training radio and tell us how we could get in touch with you. Thank you. I am the creator and host of Velocity Athletic Training Radio, which I began in British Columbia on Block Talk Radio. It was not a visual mm -hmm. show, it was more mm -hmm. you know, talking. So we've tra I've transferred that onto YouTube. You know, go okay. with the times now because that's what it is. And mm -hmm. so with that, I, I like to discuss everything that has to do under the umbrella of health and wellness. So it, health and wellness to me includes mental, emotional, physical environment. How are we making our own environments healthy as well? For example, you know, mm -hmm. how are you, are you drinking spring water or are you drinking tap water? Like everything that has to do with, with healthy and strong and maintaining yes. a healthy mind and emotions. So I invite various guests that I fit that. You can get hold of me at www.velocityathletictraining.com. That's my website. My email is okay. iwin, I-W-I-N, at velocityathletictraining.com.
Okay. All right. Thank you. And we'll put those, we'll put the, the links in the show notes so people can find you. Thank you. I'm on social yeah. media as yeah. well. So LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. There's so many out what? there now. <laughs> okay. What, what's your Instagram handle? Oh, so Instagram is at Velocity Rocks. At, on Twitter, at Velocity Athlete. And okay. LinkedIn, Helena Smolock, Velocity Athletic Training. I can email you all those. Okay. And I think that's about it. All right. I appreciate it. And I want you to tell us what services you offer, because we really haven't talked about that before you, you know, before I let you go. Sure. Absolutely. So I offer various personal training packages that fit, okay. you know, whatever your budget. I always recommend the one month, then we go into three month, six month, and then one year. I also offer mm -hmm. the corporate woman foundations to health and wellness, as well as okay. the corporate man foundations to health and wellness okay. also offer a 30 minute inspiration and motivation video. So I will put something together for you, create some music where you take that. And we, we work together on that. I do outdoor conditioning classes as well as indoor. Okay. All right. Thank you. And we'll put, we'll put as many links in the show notes as necessary. So people can get in touch with you. Thank you very much. Helena Smolock for coming and talking to me today. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for sharing, you know, allowing me to share. I appreciate it. Hopefully it helps Absolutely. someone out there. Yeah, I'm sure it will. <laughs> I'm excited to share that Solomon's Talk is now on YouTube. Check out these interviews on our new channel, Solomon's Talk TV. There you will actually see the interaction between myself and my guests. You will also find bite-sized clips of daily inspiration to help you manage the struggles of everyday life. So click Solomon's Talk TV below to watch now. Hello, Solomons. As a Solomon of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life, to see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you you can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one 917-994-1329 or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.